week we began discussing the third step of integrative processing. There are four steps to process any feeling or situation to completion, to a sense of transcendence and transformation. The first step is awareness, the second step is acceptance, the third step is direct experience, and the fourth step is transformation. The first step, awareness, means just basically becoming aware of the feeling, bringing it into consciousness. And many times our feelings are repressed, they don't come into consciousness. So bringing a feeling into awareness, allowing it to come up, taking time in your life to look at your feelings is basically part of the first step. Another important part of the first step is taking responsibility for your feelings, realizing that feelings that are coming up now, especially if they're very strong feelings, are the result of these feelings having been suppressed sometime in the past, possibly even extending back into previous lifetimes, if you happen to believe in the Eastern philosophies. And these feelings just are just coming up now, being projected onto a circumstance, onto a particular person, in order to be cleared. The feelings are coming up into your consciousness, from the subconscious, in order to be cleared. But you have to take a few more steps on your own in order to allow the clearing to occur. But normally what we do is resist the feelings and resuppress the feelings back into the subconscious. So accepting the feelings, consciously accepting the feelings with our mind, with the conditioned behavioral patterns that we fall into is all part of acceptance, the second step. It means looking at your behavior, seeing what you do to resist the feeling. What do you do that rejects the feeling and results in a kind of self-rejection? How can you reverse that and be more self-accepting on an emotional level? A few weeks ago we discussed acceptance in more detail and we discussed that some of the ways that we reject ourselves are through blaming other people, where we shift responsibility away from ourselves to other people. That's a form of self-rejection. Being motivated by our feelings, taking action, taking action blindly in most cases in order to really avoid the feeling. Living in the future, living in the past, acting out the feeling, dramatizing it, instead of actually moving into an experience of the feeling. And the various forms of dependencies, relationship dependencies, the various forms of addictions, drugs, alcohol, workaholism, all these things take us away from the feelings, mood alter, bring us into a different experience, take us out of the feelings. So once we've reached the point of acceptance of the feeling, once we realize how we're pushing the feeling away, we can move into an experience of the feeling. And let me just summarize why it's important to experience our feelings, because this is so important. This is really the premise on which our work is based. And if you don't understand that, you, you have a hard time having success with this approach. It's important to realize that we have to experience our feelings. And if we don't experience them, 
they become suppressed, they become stored, locked in the body, only to come out at some other time uh, when they've accumulated and when they've grown, and when they result in us having what, what you could call neurotic reactions, unrealistic reactions to circumstances and people around us. We don't really see what's around us, we see what we've projected onto what's around us. We see the feelings, or we perceive the feelings, that we've stored in, in the subconscious from some previous time. But the way to avoid the suppression of these feelings is through the experiencing of them. And there's no way around that. That's what psychotherapy has always been about, bringing you into a re-experiencing of the feelings which were suppressed sometime in the past. Once you understand that you have to experience your feelings, that you can't eliminate them through any kind of willful practice, and that it's important for you to experience your feelings not in the sense of entertaining negativity or entertaining a negative thought. This is really something different. But opening to your feelings is what you is what you have to do. Now, many of us don't uh, have this have this idea, and we don't really understand why we have to open to our feelings. And that's the normal reaction that we have. We push away our feelings. If we're feeling bad, we do something to divert ourselves from the feeling. We engage in some other activity. We're always turning away from our feelings if they're uncomfortable. This is the basic mistake. Feelings have to be entered into. They have to be worked through. They have to be experienced and worked through. And that's how they get released. It's not so much expressing the feeling. For example, if we're experiencing anger, it's a very common active emotion. In the, the not-so-distant past, psychology actually advocated expressing your anger, getting it out into the open. Nowadays, I believe that the thinking is becoming a little more sophisticated than that. And we're seeing that expressing the anger blindly at someone on whom you've been merely projecting the anger and who's not really responsible for your anger to begin with is really completely inappropriate and completely ineffective in order to release the feeling. Just blindly expressing your feelings does not release the feeling. You have to move into an experience of the feeling. The experience of the feeling is what brings the release. So we began discussing experience last week uh, I'd like to just continue that a little more now because it's such an important step of the, of the process of working with feelings. So the important thing is moving into the present. As long as we're wrapped up in the mind, in all of these behavioral reactions, conditioned behavioral reactions that I mentioned before, like blaming, living in the future, being tied to addictions, relationship addictions, codependency, all these different kinds of patterns really constitute methods of avoidance of feelings and keep us in the mind, keep us trapped in a sense of time, either looking into the future or looking into the past. When we drop those conditioned responses, 
we're able to move into the present, into the now, and into the body, into the physical body, which is where the emotions are. So moving from the mind, ceasing mind activity, stopping all the conditioned behavioral responses, moving into a sense of the now, into the body, is where we start experiencing our feelings deeply, deeply enough in order that a clearing may occur. Another aspect of experiencing our feelings, which makes it possible to work with these feelings, which are very powerful and, and were very traumatic in the past and still can be now. We're talking about feelings like loneliness or a sense of insignificance, worthlessness, all the negative feelings that that we're all dealing with every day, fear, anxiety, frustrated sexual feelings, compulsive eating tendencies. These feelings, any one of these feelings, can become extremely severe. And that's the point when we usually seek help in working with them. But you can start working with them on your own. That's, as I said before, that's what we're trying to do here. But I'd like you to realize that we are talking about all of these very powerful negative experiences that you may be having now or at other times in your life. It's, it's these feelings, feelings like a very powerful sense of loneliness, dependency on a partner, but still not having that dependency satisfy the loneliness inside. How do you deal with that? That's exactly the kind of thing we're talking about. It's knowing that you have to look at the feeling the negative feeling directly. You can't allow yourself to be motivated in seeking what you think is going to remedy the feeling. And loneliness is a good example. If you're lonely by yourself, if that's allowed to reach the point of a compulsive kind of seeking for the other person, we think that the other person will satisfy our loneliness, but when we get that person, after perhaps a period of newness, after the newness wears off, we see that the loneliness, the longing inside, is not really satisfied. And for many people, that can become the beginning of the spiritual path because they recognize that, that no one is going to be able to satisfy that longing on the inside. And that's actually what I believe. That's the way it is. That's what compels us, if we're ready, onto a spiritual path. But then, as we enter the spiritual path, how do we deal with the loneliness? What does that mean to enter a spiritual path and deal with the loneliness? It's the same thing. Instead of just entering a spiritual path and thinking that now I'm going to relate to some other being, such as God, some kind of guru figure, something outside myself, that this new aspect upon which I'm projecting also will now satisfy me. That's just a new trap for spiritual seekers. It's the guru, the God outside yourself, is never going to take away the inner longingness. You still have to deal with the negative feeling, the loneliness, the longingness inside directly and processing. The approach that we're discussing now is a very powerful way to do that. Whether you're on the spiritual path, whether you're just learning how to work with yourself, you have to recognize that you have to go into the feeling directly. 
and not be tempted into going for something outside yourself, whether it's a partner or material security or a sense of power or even uh, sexual fulfillment. Those are all basically unobtainable fantasies until you've cleared the negative side of the experience directly. You have to work with the negative feeling directly. Now, in order to process any feeling, what you have to do is move into the moment, move into a sense of the now, and then witness the feeling. What we do is cultivate a sense of our higher self by awakening the witness capacity within ourselves. We shift our identity, our sense of consciousness, to the higher self, to the witnessing vantage point. And as you practice this, this becomes a real concrete form of experience. It's a very powerful place to be. And this gives you the power to watch your feelings, to process your feelings, and not get drawn into your feelings, not become enmeshed in your feelings. So shifting your identity to your witnessing self and then watching your feelings on the lower self level. What we're doing is opening to our feeling experience, opening the body and allowing the feelings to come forth, but on a lower self level. This means we're no longer identifying with the feelings, but we're allowing the feelings to be. And this is, this constitutes enough of a sense of experience in order to release the feeling. Now as you do it, you'll see that you're opening to the feeling, but you're also separating from the feeling. There's no repression of the feeling. There's no rejection of the feeling. It's opening to the feeling, at the same time disengaging yourself from the feeling. Recognizing that you are something different than your feelings. So as we do this, we come into the moment, we start experiencing a strong sense of the now. And we can do this by starting with the body, starting with the physical body. The body is really the seat of the emotions. Emotions are felt in the body. And as we detach ourselves from our emotions, we also detach ourselves from our body. We start losing the connection to the body. That's why there's so much emphasis on body work in the New Age circles these days. And it's a very appropriate emphasis, working with massage or yoga or shiatsu. All these things bring you into the body and form a very powerful way to contact your emotional self, your feeling self. So it's working into feeling through the body. And then as you open to feeling, the first thing that you encounter are suppressed emotions. As you start to work through these emotions, opening to them, watching them, witnessing, not identifying with them, but still experiencing them on a lower self level. This enables the clearing, the dissipating of the energy to occur without you having to do anything, without you having to act on the feeling or, or work towards 
making major changes in your lives. Many times we have feelings and these feelings motivate us into making major changes, seeking out new partners, seeking out new job situations, which may or may not be necessary. But what we're talking about is when feelings make us compulsive. If we're acting compulsively, then merely changing a situation outside ourselves is not really going to change our inner experience. We have to work with the feeling directly and then clear it. So we also use breath, and I like to um, start right now, and we'll, we'll go through this somewhat slowly to give you a chance to have a real experience, or a taste at least, of what a processing experience can be like. So you may care to close your eyes at this point. Uh, it's usually better if you're sitting upright with your spine straight if you're not leaning back. When you lean back, what you're doing is closing yourself over and making it, compressing your chakras, making it hard for the energy to circulate through your chakras. So sitting up straight on a firm chair, or else if you can sit on the floor or on a pillow, is a, another really good way to do it. Sitting with your spine straight, close your eyes, and I'd like you to start with the breath at this point. We'll do this for a minute or two will take a long time just to get into the breath. So you can start the breath right now. Use the very deep yoga breaths if you're familiar with that. That means when you're taking in the breath, filling up in the lower abdomen first, then filling up in the mid chest, and then filling up in the upper chest, and then reversing that sequence when you exhale. Start taking some very slow breaths. You can breathe in and out to the count of four, for example. In, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four. Now keep this going on your own. Very smooth breaths with a smooth transition between the breaths. And whenever you encounter difficulty with your breath, if you find that you have a jerky breath or difficulty breathing into a certain part of your body, that corresponds to a block that exists in the chakra in that part of your body. This means there's a block around that chakra. The feelings related to that chakra are blocked. And one of our shows later we'll talk about how the feelings relate to the different chakras so that you can isolate a chakra and work on that area directly and have that correspond to a particular feeling that you're also working with. Just keep your breath going, keep your eyes closed, breathing very smoothly, allowing a sense of energy to enter you, the prana coming in, a sense of healing energy coming in. I'd like you to drop all sense of striving at this point, all sense of having to 
do anything, go anywhere, be anything, anything special. Just drop all sense of having to do, of having to be anything. Entering the moment. The moment is where you're just being with no sense of going anywhere, just being happy where you are. Now I'd like you to extend that feeling of not striving, of being in the moment, into your body. And you can keep your breaths going or you can slow down on your breaths, depending on what you feel like at this point. But move your awareness into your body and just feel what's happening in your body. Now for many people this in itself may be a very powerful step if you've conditioned yourself to never enter your body. It can be new, uh, it possibly can be disorienting. But just do it in a gentle way. And if you feel some anxiety about doing this, just go very slowly to whatever extent feels good to you. Just bring your consciousness into your body, any part of your body really, but the chakras are located from the base of the spine up to the top of the head. So usually feelings could be centered and blocks can be centered in that area. So you might move to your solar plexus or to your heart area or to your navel area or to the base of the spine area. And just feel what's happening there just watching and witnessing. Now as you've been moving into the moment, moving into a sense of non-striving, of relaxing, you're entering the witness. The witness means just watching what's going on around you with no desire to change anything. It's just watching it, accepting what's happening, Recognizing that what's happening is part of your lower self, not your higher self, and that you are shifting your sense of consciousness to your higher self. And you're doing that by cultivating the witnessing capacity, just watching your body now as if it's something different from you. You're not your body. Now you can just sit gently with it, whatever feelings are coming up. Just keep watching these feelings gently without any sense of changing them. Just keep witnessing. And as you get to a certain point, these feelings will eventually change and transform into something else. So that's all the time we have for today. Bring yourself back from your meditation right now. Come back into the room if you're not. And just recognize that all you have to do is be with your feelings in the way we just did. And eventually, they will clear. <laughs>